0: Register at packexpointernational.com. You're listening to Unpacked with PMMI, where we share the latest packaging and processing industry insights, research, and innovations to help you advance your business. Hi, and welcome to part two of our special six-part sustainability series of Unpacked with Packaging World editors Anne-Marie Moen and Matt Reynolds. As always, I'm your host, Sean Riley, and today the three of us take a deep dive into aluminum recycling. Matt and Anne-Marie cover sustainability daily for leading packaging publication, Packaging World. Aluminum recycling, as anyone who has ever recycled an empty can of soda or beer, is one of society's earliest steps to ensuring packaging sustainability. Recently, it has been the material of choice for brands attempting to move from materials the public may see as less than ideal for a sustainable future. Infinitely recyclable is the tagline most used by aluminum advocates, and Anne-Marie and Matt each explain how true they feel that statement is and where aluminum continues to make inroads into new product categories. So let's jump
1: right in. Welcome back to the podcast, Anne-Marie Mohan and Matt Reynolds. Welcome, Anne-Marie.
2: Wonderful to be here.
1: Welcome, Matt. Thanks for having me. Pleasure is all mine. I'm an aluminum guy. I like aluminum. I like a nice can of beer in aluminum. I don't know why I prefer it over glass, but that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about aluminum from a sustainability and a recycling standpoint. It's kind of all the rage. Everybody's switching to aluminum. And I guess the, the first first thing or the first question, the cynical cynic in me, um, aluminum is, is a, a, something that we have to mine from the earth. So that's the first thing I think of is how is this something that is so wonderful if we have to mine it from the earth? And then you get into it's also heavy and then you get into, it can be dented. And I just feel like there's a, a slew of things that sort of get overlooked when we talk about, but it's so easily recyclable. So is, is the whole hype, and again, I'm an aluminum guy, I'm not trying to make any enemies of the aluminum people, um, is, is the hype behind aluminum true? Um, is it as good as they say when it comes to that? I guess if you guys could just give me a little clarity on that, how about that, Amory?
2: That's a great question, and it's something I myself wondered as I was covering a lot of these companies who are making the switch from plastic to aluminum. Because plastic is recyclable, so why is aluminum better when plastic has a lot of sustainability advantages, including being lighter? What really put it into perspective for me and kind of answered the question for me was uh, a presentation I heard at Circularity 22 a couple weeks ago, uh, there was a speaker there from Grove Collaborative, uh, Danielle Jasnicki, and she is a Senior Director of Sustainability for Grove. And Grove is really trying to move away from plastics entirely. And she said, um, it's not that if we're trying to get a, to a circular system, uh, aluminum is the next best or is better than plastic because it is recycled on, at such a higher rate. So, it's not that plastic isn't recycled, but also there's the issue of um, plastic degrading after each time you recycle it, whereas aluminum is infinitely recyclable. So, no matter how many times it's recycled, it still has the same properties as it did initially.
3: Yeah, and I would say the same thing, and that I got a lot of the same press releases that you did, and they all were using this, this phrase, infinitely recyclable. And it was, I mean, 201 you would see the word "infinitely recyclable" and it would be used. So obviously, that raises is this marketing, is this greenwashing. Uh-huh. Uh, but when you think about it, yeah, you mentioned the degradation of plastic. That's true for uh, for paper as well. I mean, you think of paper as the most recyclable. Sure, you know, sure. But, but the more you, every time, every cycle, those uh, strands, those fibers that make up, you know, uh, any kind of wood or pulp-based kind of uh, material, they're, they're getting shorter. They're getting shorter and they're losing their robustness. They're losing some of the properties that they have. So among those materials, you know, you know, aluminum really is the only one that can say infinitely recyclable. Glass can too, uh, because glass, you know, you can melt that down and be glass used again. But Glass does not; it doesn't have the qualities of light weighting at the right the right weight, and it's also shatter prone, which obviously aluminum doesn't have. So that infinitely recyclable tagline, while we were both apparently skeptical of it, I mean, it really does ring true to me. Uh, another factor is not just that it's recycled more, which is absolutely true of the major materials, or at least against uh, plastic. Um, I think you know. Aluminum is by far recycled more, but each individual can itself. Let's say you imagine the 12-ounce can, it's up to, you know, this I think the stat is from 2018, so it was a while back, but it's been recycled already. Like 68% of that can has gone through a few cycles. You mentioned mining it from the earth, extracting right. the ore, a lot of carbon emissions go into your John Deere or whatever the big machinery that is that takes that out of the earth, right. but amortize that over cycle after cycle after cycle as the phrase says, infinitely, and suddenly the actual cost per cycle goes way down. So when you're, you know, when you're removing it from the earth and you're first creating virgin aluminum, obviously a lot goes into it. But then after each recycling, only 8% of that original uh, output goes in. So uh, the longer you use it and the more cycles you can get out of it, and it the the, the percentage of recycled material, PCR material in any given can is only going to increase over time. As each cycle goes, you're going to get a larger amount of PCR in there. So not only is it recycled more, but it's using PCR. So of the materials, it's the closest to an already existing circular
1: system. So I guess the question for me now is, it seems that everything we're hearing about is moving from plastic to aluminum. And I seem to remember, I guess, as a kid that it was Things started out in aluminum, um, then it might work its way to glass, and then glass kind of made its way um, into plastic as we got away from glass a little bit because, you know, you could drop it, it was shatterproof, things like that. Now it seems like we've come full circle back to aluminum. So is that just kind of the case in general where we see a lot of things moving specifically from plastic to aluminum?
2: I think there are definitely case studies out there. I wouldn't say it's a majority, but it's happening. And uh, Matt and I covered a number of personal care products that made this switch from plastic to aluminum. Um, maybe last year we talked about it, but a lot of these products too are uh position themselves as more sustainable in their ingredients and their formulas. So it really makes sense for them to also uh, display sustainability through their packaging. And one company I talked to was called Hand in Hand and they make hand soaps and hand sanitizer and due to the ingredients they call them sustainable suds. So they told me that one of the reasons they made the switch was exactly what we've been talking about is plastic's low recycling rate. And uh, Matt mentioned it earlier, and I think I did as well, uh, that plastic is recycled uh, much less, the rate is much smaller than uh, aluminum. And just to put that into perspective, um, we have in the U.S. a 65% uh, recycling rate for aluminum. And then PET beverage bottles, which uh, most people I would say are where they can be recycled are we only have a 27.9 percent rate. And then for all plastic packaging, it's only five to six percent. So that's that is why some of these uh, companies, as I said, growth made the switch because they feel like it will be recycled. Right. It's more likely to be recycled. And that's what hand in hand did. That's what another company did, EVA NYC. They do hair care products. And they moved their whole line over to these beautiful aluminum bottles, beautifully uh, printed aluminum bottles. Um, And they did it because of the scourge of plastics in uh, the personal care industry. The personal care industry is really getting beaten up over that. So uh, that was one of the reasons they made that change too.
1: Interesting. And I I would also think it would look, um, and I think, especially in that sector where they're looking for a differentiation, but also for it, it looks like a more premium product, because I seem to recall a lot of people using shiny aluminum type foils on in their plastic or on their plastic uh, labeling and in their design to 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 showcase premiumization. Um, so I guess going to aluminum mat would be something that would would pop them up a little bit. Yeah. Well. I-
3: the perception of, of, of other materials outside of plastic, uh, you know, is it, for, for heavier weight, you know, pleasurable, tactile experience right. mm-hmm. um, and something that's durable that's going to last. You can go two directions for, let's say, personal care products. You can go towards uh, towards glass or you can go towards aluminum. And only one is going to be shatterproof and comparatively quite a bit lighter. It's a question of the gauge. How thick does it need to be? Um, often, Oftentimes for personal care products, it doesn't even need to be that thick. And, and another trend Anne-Marie and I are following like crazy has been uh, the, the, the move away from single use. Um, so in the move away from single use, then plastics uh, are being skewed basically in, ter- in favor of uh, something that's going to be durable, that'll be sit around... You know your, your whether it's your bathroom for shampoo lotion these kinds of things forever they can be refilled and they can be refilled either with you know a pouch something that might be film could be refilled with aluminum but regardless beautiful you mentioned the screen printing that's done on some of these is gorgeous and that can sit in the bathroom setting um, with the closure and just be refilled you know over and over you're not even doing the thing that makes aluminum so uh, valuable so attractive and that's recycling it eventually you can but because it's a durable product that won't shatter in the bathroom, then that's why people are going that route for their premiumization uh, instead of glass. Interesting.
2: And I think you uh, brought up a great point about the reuse aspect. I recently worked with Brita Water and their Co-Packer Bee Water and Beverages. Brita wanted to introduce their filtered water product at retail, um, and they wanted something sustainable and premium in appearance. And so they developed with Trivium aluminum bottle cans uh, in 18 and I think 25 ounce sizes. And they're marketing them as being reusable. Um, you know, they're talking about reusing it throughout the day. So you're at work, you keep refilling it. But, you know, it, it's pretty durable. They, uh, did, It's impact extruded. And um, the president of Bee Water and Beverages said she compared it to like a beverage bottle between a beverage bottle and a stainless steel container,
1: like yeah. the refillable water that everyone uses now. Okay, so like it's somewhere in between there, so it'll yeah. get you through a day or two. But you're not taking it on hikes and such like that over and over and over again. That's interesting. I hadn't honestly heard about that at all. And I so I, what we do hear a lot is is people going in with with new products, or we've heard some personal care ones. Are there people adding? especially with craft brew, I know craft brew came in and a lot of them jumped right into cans because it was easier. It was easier to get a hold of the cans. It was easier to fill. It was more cost effective, but it was also more sustainable. Are there people adding them into their portfolios, Say their products in glass, but now they're offering aluminum options um, because of the many good traits of aluminum?
2: Absolutely, and one very high-profile company is Coca-Cola. They've introduced their Dasani water and Smart Water in both cans, and I think in Smart Water's case, in a bottle can of aluminum. It doesn't replace their plastic, but it gives consumers another option. And for Coca-Cola and companies like it, they are uh, on this path of um, making sure they have commitments around sustainable packaging for 2025, and it's about reducing or eliminating virgin plastic, and they're not going to be able to do that with the existing recycled plastic that's available. So they're looking for other routes, and uh, making some of their packaging out of aluminum gives them another way to meet those goals.
3: Another way to look at it, too, is is uh, is occasions or day parts, or um, uh, a lot of, of it like you mentioned, wine, Uh, there's also uh, ready-to-drink beverages, there's all sorts of new, what would almost be considered, you know, the alcohol category used to be uh, beer, wine, and spirits. Now there's this fourth challenger category that's like seltzers and ready-to-drink, and even you mentioned, uh, you know, uh, like white wine in a can. So we're taking these things like uh, that used to be in glass or somewhere else and like these coddles, like the wine bottle. Uh, uh, but you're able to go hiking with them or take them to the beach or take them to a pool where you could never take glass. Uh, and, and because these products are high-end, they might be liquor, they might be wine, it doesn't really jibe with the um, plastic kind of, a, <laughs> the, the kind of folks that are going to be packing their granola and going on a hike, They're the exact type that, that would try to avoid plastics yes. for for right or for wrong so those you're basically creating a new day part a new occasion to be able to bring uh, to drink these products and bring these liquid uh, you know alcohol or otherwise nas are extremely popular with millennials and gen Z right now uh, for for all sorts of occasions and aluminum makes that happen or allows that to happen
1: that's a perfect button for us uh to go have some alcoholic beverages in aluminum whether it's a seltzer a wine we can have wine we can have seltzer I'm sure there's some out there with gin and tonic. Uh, actually, I saw some of the margaritas in a can. So we got some that are covering te- tequila. Basically, if you want it, you can get it in a can. So with that being said, that's where we're going to go. Thank you very much again, Anne-Marie. Thank you very much again, Matt. And thank you to the listener at home for listening to our talk on the
0: Please rate, review, and subscribe. To do that, go to the iTunes podcast or Spotify app on your phone and
1: search for Unpacked with PMMI.